Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers. Cheers. Hi, everybody. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And welcome to 51 First Dates, the podcast about dating and stuff. And today we are joined by Olivia, once again, our dater. Hi, Olivia. Hey. Hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I feel like, you know, at this point, people know you so know. well. We need to just say, you need to also chime in in the beginning because I feel so weird and like I'm the host of a game show. I'm like, welcome. She's our, back. <laughs> she's back. Our resident dater. Um, wow. But well, well, we're also back after we've been releasing episodes that we recorded over the summer, but we haven't recorded in like a month because Kimmy and Olivia have been on glamorous vacations all over the world all over the continents and uh so i definitely feel like wait how do you podcast yeah you, you know like i sat down and i was just like what do we talk about how do we do how what do we do yeah yeah i feel a little rusty though you know god love traveling i all the if you if you i here's a tip for people dating save up your money and go to paris and like try to meet a french boy because i know this is a little sacrilegious for me to say right now but I was like damn someone who would move me to Paris I love that city and you know that, that that's a strategic play I'm just gonna like live through you if you do that if you've met someone in Paris let me know tell me if you're from Paris I want to know more oh I want to have Parisian listeners so we can go do a live show I know oh my god yeah if anyone knows anyone in Paris you can set me up on a date I will fly to Paris for a date We'll, we'll fund your flight. It'll be yeah. amazing. If need be, I will do it for the team. Yeah. Wow. We'll team go. player. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but thank you all for listening over the past few weeks, even though we've been kind of MIA and, you know, loving us still and supporting us and emailing us. It's always just such a day brightener. And I'm so glad you all are still with us and, you know, coming along on Olivia's journey and just this general conversation. Wow, I am rusty. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we need to embrace it. I think we need to kumbaya it. I feel I feel good about it. Um, Howevs, what do we do with the beginning? Oh, today we're going to talk about Olivia's state number six. We're going to do some listener mail because we haven't done that in a while. And we have some really good, I think, interesting like emails and questions to touch on. And, um, you know, then we're probably going to talk about Bachelor in Paradise. No, 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 we won't. <laughs> No, it's over. maybe at the very end, <laughs> but like it was boring. So maybe not. Yeah, we've harassed you all summer with our, our fake bachelorette podcasting and we appreciate your patience. And now it's the fall and we're getting serious. Real serious. <laughs> I saw a meme today that was there will be no more bachelor content until 2020. Uh... Which is so sad for me personally, but perhaps happy for the listeners of this podcast oh who are not bachelor <laughs> Well, I want to put in, if we're not going to talk about The Bachelor Franch, which we don't need to, I think we should at least give a shout out to my other favorite dating show, Are You the One? Have I talked about this on the podcast yet? You have, but is I... That where everyone is like non-binary or something? Yeah. So in this season, in past seasons, it's a dating show. It's almost like r- real world vibes. It's all um, single people put into a house together and before the show, everyone's really extensively interviewed by like psychologists, matchmakers. They interview their family. They interview their exes. And th- when they're casting, they find people. They use matchmakers to find people who on paper are perfect matches. And then everyone's put into the house and they have to figure out who their perfect match is. And if they all if they figure out all the matches in 10 weeks, they all split a million dollars. So usually it's 10 men and 10 women. But this most recent season, it was uh 16 sexually fluid people so anyone could match with anyone and i think it was the best season of reality tv that's ever existed wow wow it was so good 
like I can't even handle it. Like I was I was the only other two people I know on this earth who watch Are You the Are You the One religiously. Like the three of us were texting about it in a nonstop stream for a very long time. Like it was very yeah, it, it's um it's popping and I would super recommend it. And if you are watching it, please tag me in a post in the secret Facebook group and we can talk about it because I'm looking for more friends who watch Are You the One? Wait, now I am so intrigued. I've heard a bunch about it. I've heard about it from you, Liza, but I admit that I haven't watched it, but I'll be ready soon for a binge if it is on some streamer. But okay, I don't want a spoiler, but I also, are there any like, I don't know, theses or takeaways you had from watching this season of people who were sexually fluid like broader dating learnings because I just feel like it's so interesting like if people are they matching with who they were expected to match up with again I don't want spoilers but I'm really curious yeah (laughs) I think across all the seasons of are you the one like attraction can sometimes be your worst enemy. Mm. I think a lot of times people are really attracted and they are like they really want someone to be their match and as they are like, you know, getting to know them and having sex with them, they like realize there's all these incompatibilities, but they don't want to let it go because there's chemistry, blah, blah, blah. Like who hasn't been there? But uh, the the thing that was really specific about this season that I thought was interesting was like everybody is fucked up. Like, like everyone on Earth. Like, I just feel like there were people who you almost wanted to root for because they had had some of the harder journeys and then they like they were the villain (laughs) like it was it just is very I just think it was it something I loved about this season was that I felt like it was kind of egalitarian in terms of like it was a totally trashy trash MTV dating reality show that happened to be about people who are like gender nonconforming and sexually fluid So it wasn't it didn't feel like it wasn't about being 2019, being socially conscious, being like educating people, although there, I I found it to be like almost more educating because it was just non-binary people like being themselves, like doing their thing. And then you happen to kind of like learn some things about like how, you know, how they like to talk about themselves, like how they identify, like what they're looking for in a match versus what they're looking for in like a hookup versus like how they're, you know, how they deal with like open relationships or gender confusion. Like some of that stuff does creep in, but mostly it's just like fucking garbage reality TV, which is my favorite kind of TV. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I mean, they really showed you that even sometimes... The people who you think are like gonna be really self-aware are not self-aware. I'm also intrigued, especially with this season, because I feel like, and we are very guilty of this on this podcast, but it's so easy to talk about dating, especially online dating or dating stereotypes and like men and women and sides. And I don't know, it just seems when you said like everyone's fucked up, it's it's a good reminder because I think it's really easy to like villainize an entire group of people no matter because you know yeah and that's what was so interesting about it was like because no one you know no one's falling into like these heteronormative like kind of stereotypes you really did I think get to look at people as just people and realize that like some of the guys were playing games some of the girls were playing games some of the guys were really self-aware and like honest and communicate about what they wanted some of the girls weren't some of the you know, like non-binary people were not super self-aware. Like, it just was all over the map. And, you know, everyone is also pretty young. I think the oldest person was like 27. So I feel like you also really saw, I felt, not that I'm so much older than them, but I felt really like, you know, the youngest person was like 21. So you also, I think, could really see like some people's age and like lack of experience. It's just, it's so interesting and it's so so trashy and good and really if you like like hot garbage tv that sucks you in i would recommend it <laughs> highly i don't think it's streaming anywhere but if you buy it standard definition on amazon it's like 20 bucks for the season Ooh, dedication i like it and we <laughs> are not pitch. not sponsored by are you the not one? sponsored by are you the one but oh my god <laughs> 
but we could be we could guys i might start just a solo are you the one podcast for the next season which is in like a year and it runs for like eight weeks but it'll just be me in my closet after are you the one being like oh my god this i'm so into it uh anyway that's all my that's all my plugs that's all i've been watching in the last month i feel i feel that was a very good plug i'm inspired i might spend 20 dollars of which I'm, I know. I'm kind of tempted. Is there a way I can like gift it to you on Amazon? Probably not. Probably not because it's Amazon. They love money. Yeah, money, that's money, true. money. Well, Classic. in terms of another dating reality show called this podcast, Olivia, it's date six today. How are you generally feeling about this strange thing we're doing? Or maybe it doesn't feel strange to you. But... <laughs> it doesn't feel strange. It feels a little strange. Um, that it, we're always like date six, which I understand it's date <laughs> the podcast, but it's like, I feel like I need to clarify. I've been on more than six dates, like in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. Uh, it, it's, it's fine. I think um, over the, I guess since we've last talked to everyone, um, I was in like a little bit of a lull, like a slower period in terms of like first dates. Um I think for a couple of reasons, like one, I think it's really hard kind of over like the end of the summer period when everyone's like going away every single week to like schedule stuff. Um, but I actually had a little bit of a weird period where like for like three or four dates in a row, like every first date that I went on was like somebody that I actually like wanted to see again. And so I had a couple of like kind of like second and third and fourth dates that I was like having play out for the past couple of weeks, which has been interesting. Um Spoiler alert, done with them all. So don't worry, oh. everyone. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Olivia. <laughs> I know. I was like, is it working again? I feel something no. a- a brewing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, but no, I mean, it's so I mean, that's sort of like the interesting thing. I mean, this is not a hot take on dating, but like I think um what is a weird feeling about dating is like if you were doing any other activity and you were like, if your activity is like running a marathon or something, you're like, I'm going to run a marathon in December. And that's my goal. And like, I feel like you could take these very concrete steps toward making that goal. And like, you would just be making progress and you could do it probably at the end. Whereas like, I feel like dating, it's like, you can be like doing every single right step. You can have so many interesting like prospects in the mix. And then it's like, man, I'm kind of over it. Like that's done. And so, like, you can keep trying and trying and trying, and it feels like it's just such a binary of, like, oh, it is working or it is not working, which is kind of a weird thing to, like, be, like, still going to keep going on dates, though. So Yeah, yeah and it's again, weird, if, like, you, if you want a pause, we, we don't want to be these annoying, like, stage moms who are like, come on, keep going on the dates. We- no, <laughs> no, it's, it's not that it's, like, um, hard to keep going on dates. It's just, like, um, it's just a weird thing of being like, oh, you can feel like, oh, there's so many people I'm dating. And then it's like, oh, I hate everyone. <laughs> oh, yes. That is so real. You know? yeah, yeah, that is very real. And I think universally people can relate to that. It's yeah, dating doesn't make any sense until it does make sense, which is very infrequently. That's kind of how I feel broadly. But yes, it's especially I, I find that it's especially frustrating when, you know, you're dating a lot of people and some you I don't know at least for me I felt like I was like having this goal and things were sort of working and we love preaching about how our podcast formula works but like who the fuck knows and then things would just fall apart and it would just be like that much more for me it wouldn't motivate me to go on more but I feel like you've been more game about this from the beginning than I ever was Olivia so yeah yeah I mean I think it's like semi-motivating to go on more um and yeah, I mean, it's like I was talking to some other friend today. We were just like, if there was any other activity that like you had as many sort of like chances that did not work, like you would stop doing it. So like, <laughs> so I do give people a lot of credit who go on a lot of dates and stuff. Like it is kind of like a taxing thing to do and just be like, yeah, I, I feel like it's off. almost like being an actor, like our friends who are actors, where it's like it's a combination of like effort, skill, l- looks. And like <laughs> luck, you know, yeah. like it's easier if you're stunting, which is not fair to the world. Like it's it's but also you can grind away at it and there's just no there's no yeah, there's no secret sauce. There's no like 
silver bullet. Like it's just you just have to keep fucking trying and face a lot of rejection and, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yes, it's true. So, yeah, that was that. Um, yeah, there were like some interesting men, a combination of which like I decided I didn't want to keep seeing. They decided they didn't want to keep seeing me. So kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I guess every time you do that, that you learn like something else you like or dislike about a person that you potentially date. Mm. So just more data. Yeah, I think with more data like that or like those shitty experiences where you're like, fuck, I wanted this to work out and it's not or those kind of sometimes equally shitty experiences where you're like, I'm not feeling this and I have to communicate that. They all, especially you, Olivia, I feel like because we're talking about this and you just seem very self-aware, like you're contributing to like a future where you're going to, you know what you're looking for. And that sometimes makes it harder. Do you know what I mean? Because it's, <laughs> you're not going to settle. Do you know? I, it's That's how no, I. No, I agree. And I find myself like, um, it feels weird like as I'm getting older, but I do think like as I date more, I feel like I am much quicker to be like, no, that will not work for me. This will not work for me, which for better or for worse, like I don't actually know that that's a good thing. Part of me is like, yeah, I have a standard and I'm like enforcing it and I know what I want. The other half of me is like, am I too unforgiving? Like that's something I've been thinking about a little bit. So I don't know. It's a hard question. That's mm. It's like a chicken or the egg question. Like I, I don't, I, ne- I never knew for myself. I don't know. It's really hard. But I stand by, I think the more dates you go on, potentially you write people off too soon. Not you, Olivia, but anyone. But I do think the more you go on, you just generally know what you're looking for better so that when something clicks a little bit more easily, you'll be ready to feel it rather than, I don't know, if you've gone on like one date, your first date in like a couple years, like the or whatever, after a relationship. Sometimes it can be like, I want this to work out because it's so scary to go on the date. But once you're going on a lot, it's easier to clarify, oh, I'm actually looking for this or that. So I don't know. And I think that also there's, I feel like there's moments, uh, there's things where it's, if you can see that, like, I, I, wow, I'm doing such a great job articulating this. I think that there's a few things that if you can see those being, like certain traits being present, you can forgive other stuff. You know, like if someone is kind and funny, like, I don't care if, you know, there's like, I feel like it's all kind of this thing of trade-offs. It's like looking for a New York apartment, you know, it's like, it has a dishwasher, but it's a walk-up. You know, it's like the things that are, if you can get a sense of those things that are like really major, you know, I feel like it's easier to compromise, quote unquote, maybe on other things. But then I feel like those major things you never want to compromise on, you know? Yeah, I like that, that it's less about like going on more dates to evaluate more people, but it's more about like going on more dates to evaluate like what you care about a lot and like care about less a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what are the things that are also can be like improved? I don't know. I feel like like I had a friend who was dating someone who she just thought like wasn't that cool, quote unquote. Sorry if you heard the doorbell. That's Jeff's food. Um, But and I was like fucking it'll be fine like teach him some stuff about how to you know like that's not that can be worked on if you so choose um oh and uh, day 13 like love him so much but there are so many little things that like maybe weren't exactly what I had envisioned for myself and I'm sure he feels the same way about me whether even I, I always shit on him and I love our Florida listeners, but I, he's from Florida. Like, it's, it's so terrible, but I love poking fun at him for that. But even other smaller things were like, I don't know. I, I, we have different taste in not, he has good taste in movies, but I don't know. I feel like it's been something where I'm like, oh, we don't agree on every single music or movie. And that's like, why did that matter to me with so many fuck boys before? Like it shouldn't have, because now I have a nice boy and like, also when you have different interests or whatever it is for you I just yeah it's it's like deconstructing that stupid picture that you know Disney told us to construct of Prince Charming if you have one I didn't even think I had one but must have he wasn't from Florida (laughs) (laughs) again no shade to Florida (laughs) well mine was Woody Allen and I had to really rethink that Oh, <laughs> once I got to a certain age and my mom was like, uh, OK, I got to tell you a couple things. I'm going to not um, encourage that one. <laughs> yeah, so I was a weird kid. Uh, so, 
Okay. So just in terms of some of these endings, we do not have to talk about this if you don't want to. But do you want to, like, tell us, for someone that you decided the you were kind of like not as interested in anymore. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about like what that moment was like, or like what was the thing that made you realize this just while we're like in the topic yeah. of. Yeah, sure. Um, Actually it was like, interestingly, like two, uh, the two guys who I decided this about, like were, I decided that for like sort of opposite um reasons. So mm-hmm. one of these guys I had, I had been seeing him like semi-regularly, uh, over the course of like the last couple months of the summer. Um, but it was like, we were traveling a lot. And so we saw each other for like six weeks, but only like five or six times. Um, and so, you know, we got on these dates and like, he was sort of like, as I think I was, we were just talking about, like he checked a lot of boxes in terms of like what I think I'm looking for. Like he went to a really good college and he, like is clearly really smart and like is athletic and it, this sounds so shallow, but like he's really tall and like he was very sweet and like he just sort of like did everything um, correctly. Like mm-hmm. he really followed up after dates and like made arrangements far in advance and like really thought about interesting plans for dates and like all of those things that you're like, oh, that's great behavior. <laughs> like, and like, and just like didn't re- and like made it clear like oh I want to see you again like I had fun with you like verbally was really good at that which I liked. Um, what the problem was honestly was like there was just so little like physical chemistry with him that for a while I I could like ignore it and I was like he's so nice like blah 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 but then I realized like I just wanted it to work so badly that I was like completely ignoring like a real I thought like lack of chemistry. So ultimately I decided that was like not uh, something I'm like trying to avoid. Like I'm not, I can't overlook that. I think. No, um, no, no, I'm no, you right. can't. I just of feel strongly. You can overlook that is not one. <laughs> Especially like, I don't know, being over a year into a serious relationship and like trying to think of you, Liza, or our parents that are married forever. I'm like, you must be attracted to the person you're with. I strong physically. It's like, I think, people make that mistake when people are on paper sometimes and then later it like winds up I don't know we're humans most of us have some sort of sex drive I think that's that was wise of you even though I'm sure that was a tough it's that's so tough and annoying yeah yeah Yeah. that one wasn't like didn't feel great to do but it was totally the right choice um I was thinking even of like love languages I think you guys talked about them before but like I would say like for me, like physical touch is like the second after quality time. And it was like, this guy would be like, we'd be walking in between like two bars on a date. And like, he wouldn't even be like brushing his arm against me. Like sort of like he was purposefully not touching me, which is just odd to me. Um, So yeah, so that was one. And then this other guy that I was seeing was like kind of the opposite. Like we had really good chemistry, like pretty quickly. And so that was like fun for a little bit. But then like we were hanging out one day and I was just like, I'm like, you are not listening to anything I'm saying. Like he could, like he would ask me a question. I would answer it with like a sentence and he'd be like, oh good. Because I was thinking, and then Mm -hmm. like would not not internalize a word I said. Um, So just like things like that and like other things made me realize like personality wise that we were not compatible. So yeah. Oh, it's the, it's the, um, Top Chef, RuPaul's Drag Race, Project Runway, reality competition show. Sorry, guys, I watched a lot of reality TV. <laughs> Curse. But you know, during judging, when they're like, the judges will be like, it's funny for the two people being eliminated. Each of you has what the other one needs, you know? Yes. That's what yes. it is. Yes. It's Liza. Like, that, yes. Yeah. You're like, God damn, why can't I just fuse you into one person and then we're in business? It's so true. I really did think that. And then, very sadly for me, actually, um, like the the third one who was somebody who actually I thought fit like right in the middle nicely of the two of them was the one who decided he didn't want to see me anymore. Mm-hmm. And he did so by ghosting me, which I think is very rude, but uh, no, we, we, a ghosting alarm, ghosting sound alarm. effect, maybe we'll put one in. Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm that sorry. Me That's real really time, guys. That's okay. I mean, we had been on like very few dates, so I'm not heartbroken about it, but good but reminder to not be ghosted. Yeah. Yeah. The amount of emails, messages, like people share in the secret Facebook group, join it. 
plugging it now. Join <laughs> it on Facebook. But people, like, I'm so amazed with people's willingness to be vulnerable in that group and share. And I feel like so many of these awful, shitty stories end in ghosting or like semi whatever. I'm not even going to use the dumb cutesy names because I'm just like, let's not call it what it is. It's just rude. The rude thing that is when you stop talking to someone and you don't just be a grown up, you know? Mm. I'm sorry, Olivia. It's That's okay. Yeah. It's very like, I'm just so disappointed in so many men millennial men i'm just like be better you know just like this is this is who you want to be like just be better it's i don't know i know yeah and i mean just to be fair and not to get trolled like women do it too and i saw the temptation to do it a couple times very early in dates but i don't know it's oh yeah i mean i get the temptation and i don't think anybody who's ghosting is evil like yeah i like I, I I get it. Like it it's hard to send that text. It doesn't feel good. Like I totally get the urge and, and no one's a shithead for doing it, but like I don't know. It's unfortunate that I think like texting and online dating and like it makes it feel so easy to do it and it like makes people feel I think a little bit more like disposable. Yeah. Yeah. Well yes. In in my non like, you know, man hating mode. I will say, so I saw Lizzo on Sunday, which was like, oh, boy. oh my God. But she gave like an ode to fuck boys in between a couple songs. She was talking and she was like, you know, I'm a like self-confident embodied woman. I'm working on myself. I'm like, you know, taking care of care of my mental health or whatever. I'm famous. I'm rich. And I still have to deal with fuckboys, whatever. <laughs> but then she brought it all around. But she was like, "But the thing I've realized recently is like, fuckboys don't love themselves." And I was like, "Lizzo, it's done true. it again." You know, she is so wise. It is I, so true. Fuckboys don't love themselves. Yeah. You heard it from Lizzo. Liza heard it from Lizzo, and then you heard it from Liza <laughs> through Lizzo. Yes. Oh, by yes. Lizzo by way of Liza. Well, Ugh. I I think that's important to remember. Ugh. And mm, just if you're dealing with a fuckboy right now, like I'm speaking just from my own many experiences with this, like, yeah, just to think about like where they're at in their life. And even though they seem intriguing or you really want their attention or to make it change, like, do you actually want to be with someone who's like at a phase in their life where they don't have a lot of respect for either themselves or they're not happy with their career so they're pissy to you i don't know because a lot of times i think it's that because fuck fuck boys are not fuck boys for life i don't think i think some of them you know metamorphosis out of it they become little butterflies sort of (laughs) butterfucks they like make the money they get that job they finish grad school and then they're like oh man now i can be a really great partner so just like i don't know that wasn't like that crazy or mind-blowing what i just said but just to try to take that lizzo wisdom when you're dealing with a fuck boy and then be like do i even want to be with that right now or is it just gonna be annoying no no and the answer is no answer is always no i oh i wish i could go back in time and just shake myself um all the time because i love fuck boys oh <laughs> i mean that's their that's their gift you know they like to sink their claw they like to get you on the hook whatever anyway blah 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 enough of the negativity not really whatever (laughs) who who am i to say that literally uh do you want to tell us a little bit about date six do we want to do the categories or do we want to just i can play you a little a little bit about it or do you want me to play a tcc of it perfect yes okay okay so last night i went on a first date with this guy from hinge who seemed nice Um, But then it turned out he was like really pretentious in really specific ways, like he was a pilot and he played polo and he was a big scuba diver. So just like a lot of kind of like weird pretentious hobbies. Um, So I didn't think I liked him that much. And then we're talking and he says to me, oh, you have three sisters. Did your parents ever wish they had sons instead? So that was surprising. And then later I said, oh, are you an only child? And he said, I'm the only son, but I have three sisters. So just another adventure in online dating and a little bit of misogyny as well. Okay, enjoy your day. Bye. 
What the fuck? Mon dieu, mon dieu. At oh first, oh my god. I mean, my immediate thought is, God, I must love pretentious people because when you said pilot and polo, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he just, <laughs> there's something weird, like incelly about him. He's like, I am the only son. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Oh my of god. god. Like what? It was so weird. And like it is so mind-blowing that he like looked me in the eyes and asked me if my parents would have preferred sons. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, there are uh. many other ways to Well, actually, I'm not sure why you would ever ask that. And le- like what? Like if what 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 could he've been thinking? Like, oh, did your parents like I actually I don't know what he could have been thinking to right. be honest. He's okay. just- so, so I'll say like I get comments like that a lot. Like I am one of four daughters, and like I think you would maybe wouldn't be shocked, but so often when I say that, everyone's like, "You're a poor dad." Like Ugh. that sucks. Or it's like, "Did they keep having daughters so they because they wanted a boy?" And then like so many people say that to like me and all of my sisters, which is incredibly rude. It's- but this guy's saying it in so many words, like. Did they they have preferred sons? It was wild. To That's me. so weird. I mean, look, I feel like at a certain point, it's a comment that I can see. Like, I have one of my mom, one of my mom, my sec- sets of second cousins. My mom's cousins are eight boys. And everyone is always like, oh, my God, didn't you want girls? Because that's like an egregious number of boys. But, <laughs> but it's also but 2019. Like, I don't know. Like not that many girls. I mean, it's like, you know, I don't know. If there were six of you, maybe. <laughs> okay, this 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 opinion is very weird and specific that I'm sharing. I mean, it was so weird. Like, it, yeah, it was it was extremely rude, and I I am proud of myself. I, I think like sometimes I would be inclined just to like laugh it off, but in this case, I was like, I was just like, no, I do not think they cared about our gender. Like, I think they were happy we were all healthy children. Like, and he just was like, okay, yeah, I just like blah, 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 and like kind of tried to backpedal, but it was too weird. (laughs) Yeah, no, good for you. Because it's just, it's it's not a normal comment. He didn't, he did not do a good job and he needed to be put in his place a bit. So let's, why don't, okay, I have a, I have a question that is a category so we can fire through them. Okay. Um, for the predate part, the like Andy Anderson detective work, did you Google him? It doesn't have to be predate. I'm curious if you Googled him at all because I'm wondering what his social media presence looked like. I looked at his Instagram after. Okay. What was it like? Uh, only sailing. Okay. Yep. Say, oh, yeah. beware the sailboat boys. I took me too long to learn that lesson. Subway boys are dangerous and I believe this to be true. Honestly, that is true. Wow. Especially the yeah. sailboat sailboat <laughs> sailboat photo on the dating profile one okay two big red flag three fucking deal breaker he's bragging about his sailboat what's he gonna brag about next i don't know yeah. but it won't be good polo matches i mean this guy literally like played polo every weekend he like owned a paddleboard in his brooklyn heights apartment like he did it all like he was a helicopter pilot. It was wild. Jesus. He's That's, really into himself. There's no way he's not really into himself. Oh, he was clearly exceptionally proud of himself, which I find you can be proud of yourself, but like he no. was so pretentious. <laughs> um, okay, his text communication skills on a scale of one to ten. Um, they were fine. He was like sort of uh like dry, I guess, over text, like not super excited. Um, but I kind of attributed it to like, he, I think wasn't raised in the U S. So I was like, Oh, maybe like English is like, maybe just like, isn't quite translating to text. So I kind of overlooked it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So outfit choice, your, we usually do yours and his, but in this case, I'm really just interested in his, not that I, I'm sure you looked cute, but like, was he wearing a rugby shirt? Like, I don't know. Like, no, he was wearing like a kind of like a tight fit tee that was like pink or something. Kind of like a scoop neck, a little bit of a weird choice, but fine. Hmm. Scoop neck on a man. Interesting. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like what I'm picturing right now. A tight when when I you can't they're... decide between crew neck and V neck, you know, you want to just show a little of those hairs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Just a little tempting scoop of the neck. Wow. Okay. Uh, date venue. Where'd you go? How many dicks? Oh. Um. So we went to. It was the bar. It's it's a weird name. It's called Good Behavior, and it's like 
a bar at the top of the maid hotel in Koreatown. Um, I like the name of that bar, weirdly. Good behavior. Yeah. I like it. It's it's kind of cool. So it's like a, it's an interesting spot. It's just like kind of like lounge, like giant, like glass windows and like a big kind of like roof. It's not a rooftop, but like a big balcony bar. And it's kind of decorated like tropical-ish. Um, I got the sense that if you went there at like night, night time, it would be clubby, but we went at like 530 or something. So it was very like chill. So good dicks. Um, like three, I guess it was kind of expensive. And, um, I feel like to go to this part of Koreatown, there's not like a lot of other cool stuff to do around there. So you're kind of like stuck at this hotel. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Uh, lust at first sight. Yes or no. Hmm. Not really. Because of the scoop neck? Because of the scoop neck. I also realized I have a problem where if men are wearing like a very specific glasses frame in any of their pictures, I immediately am tricked into thinking they're so hot. And then I am am fooled every time. And then I see them in real life and they're not wearing glasses. And I'm like, what? I I only thought you were hot because of the glasses. Mm. Yeah, I feel that. Ooh, yes. The glasses are a thing. Like if you're in glasses in the majority of your dating app profile photos, go. Go in glasses. Like, yeah, that is a thing. You better be wearing them 24-7. You better sleep in them. If you're on a sailboat in your dating app photos, you have to sail to the date. (laughs) Um, Okay, the Roskett test. Did your date ask you at least one question about yourself? Yeah, well, he inquired about my parents and their gender. Preference. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, they were disappointed. <laughs> oh my god! Usually, L-O-L. I feel like sibling doesn't count, but like, okay, so he oh, did he ask but asking about your parents? He, he, he wasn't awesome about question asking. Uh, it was definitely me driving a lot of the topics. Rose and Thorn, the high mm-hmm. of the date, the low of the date, the low of the date. We may know, but let us know if it got worse than that. <laughs> um. Yeah, the low, that was a low. Um, yeah, the other one, when he was similarly like, I am the only son, like, was weird. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, and then Rosé of the date. Um, I mean, it was kind of cool, frankly, how he had become, like, a pilot. He kind of just, like, had this random guy ask him if he could, like, be his chauffeur. And now he, like, is a personal pilot i guess for like helicopters like he flies them for fun but he's also like a chauffeur to the stars kind of with like helicopters and planes and stuff so wait holy shit that's really cool i know (laughs) i'm like i could deal with whatever that sounds very cool (laughs) i know i'm like i don't like this about myself but i was thinking like could a second date occur on a helicopter yeah. Oh, then we would be fully. We, this podcast would have become The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Like it would have just become it. It would just completely be official. I know. I know. Especially I would have been Pilot Pete on deck for next <gasps> season. Uh, okay. So most rom com moment. I don't think there was one on this day. That's fair. Maybe like the the it was the bad date thing. You know, yeah. it's a bad date at the beginning of the rom-com that yes. prompts the heroine to decide to change her life. Oh, good point. Uh, the 2019 test about if any, like, gender stereotypes or politics played out. I mean, it sounds like, you know, he is the only son. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There other, like, yeah. Were there other weird things that, like, indicated weird feelings about gender? Um... Not so much. I'm, I I feel like generally the other ways it played out were like kind of what I was saying. Like he wasn't doing a lot of like asking me about myself or my job. Yeah. Like it was a lot of sort of like him telling me about stuff. Um, so I think it was like not so explicit, but it just felt like a really casual sort of like way to be misogynistic versus like outright, which is interesting. Mm. <clears throat> interesting. Okay. Uh, PG, PG-13, or R rating? PG. <laughs> Do we need to add G to the list? Maybe we should add G to the list. G. Yeah, maybe that was G. I don't know. We, like, had a weird kiss in this hotel lobby, which I was fully not expecting, and it was so strange. We, like, leave the bar, we're in the lobby of this hotel, and it was, like, a brightly lit 
sort of full lobby at like 7 p.m. It was not kind of like a cool lounge. It was just like a lobby. Mm. <laughs> We're in the middle. And I was like, okay, well, bye. Give him a hug. And then he's just sort of like staring at me and then like goes in for like a peck. Just very shocking to me. Uh, so I would hmm. say maybe that gets us to PG, but. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. And in hindsight, would you rather have spent the night or evening with friends alone or on the date? This one, I will say I would have rather hung out with my friends. Like, I was just sort of like over it. It was one that like, maybe like 20 minutes in, I was just kind of over it. Yeah. Wow. Like, I feel like that's the first time you've said that about a date. I know. I know. It's weird. I think it was because like all the other guys that I've been out with, even if they were like so strange or like weird things happened on the date, like I liked them as people. They just like weren't my person. This guy like bugged me as a person. Mm-hmm. Fair. And yeah. you did basically ask, like, did your parents want to have you or not? In you know, <laughs> other words, sorry, <laughs> like he was not Were your being parents nice. disappointed in your identity. <laughs> and I mean, I feel like we don't need to ask the last question. Would you accept slash give this rose? Like, it's a no. No. <laughs> yeah. And then my Nar. favorite last ad: Nar. Who won the date or what won the date? Was there anything like good? Like, hmm, what won the date? Um. I discovered a rooftop bar that's kind of near my house. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. All right. Well, you know what? That is a very realistic date. (laughs) I have to say that is very realistic. (laughs) Yeah, that is like a fucking first ass date. Um, All right. We're going to take a quick, quick ad break. And then we're going to be back with some uh, female. (laughs) (laughs) M-A-I-L. So stupid. I'm sorry. And we're back after our ad break, or maybe there wasn't an ad there. It depends on the week. But thank you all for always DMing us if there wasn't an ad there. We love that you're looking out for our dollars. Um, Okay, we're going to read some female, as Liza said, F-E-M-A-I-L. Whoa, spelling is so hard. Okay. Also, if you are a male, M-A-I-L out there, you can write to us too. Oh, yeah. We just mostly ladies write to us. Actually, uh, we've had some great emails from men lately, um, one of which I thought, could be fun to read as it wasn't categorized as a worst first date but it feels like weirdest first date so we could we could read that at some point soon and we love we we love the men of the pod too thank you very much for your support and for listening especially because we know we can sometimes generalize about your gender okay (laughs) i this email is really interesting to me it was a dm on instagram and it's about I, I don't know it's not necessarily positive but like I feel like our secret Facebook group is sometimes just like s- the saddest worst behavior dating stories and I do think it's very important to post them there and commiserate because I'm mad at all of these people doing this to any of you it's not fair it's really shitty but tell us your better experiences too or you can ask us questions about I was about to say sex and I'm like I'm not an expert um but like you can like any I don't know this was just a question I had not thought of and I'm curious to see what you both think and anyone out there thinks okay so hi I have just recently been listening to your podcast and I'm enjoying them thoroughly as someone who had spent time on dating apps for a good question mark three years thank you curious to know what your opinion is on this one one of my best friends met her boyfriend on a dating app and they have been together for close to seven months now Her boyfriend had made a friend, meaning no kissing, holding hands, romantic interest, second date, through the app prior to them getting together, and he would still hang out with that friend while in a relationship with my friend. Is this considered a red flag to you? So her friend's boyfriend of seven months. Yeah, it's his boyfriend. She met her boyfriend on a dating app, so they're official. He has a friend who he met on a dating app prior who he never was physical with and never went on a second date with, who he still hangs out with. I don't know. I am too jealous, so I have a certain take, but curious what you guys think. My my instinct is that uh, I think it's kind of cool. Like, I feel like I've met people on these date on the apps before that I'm like, oh, I don't want to date him, but like, I would like to be his friend in normal life. But, like, I don't think I'm evolved enough to actually make that happen. So, I don't know. I kind of think, like, a man who's figured out how to, like, do that, like, parlay a dating situation into, like, a pure platonic friend situation. I don't know. I think it's kind of cool and shows he's, like, probably a mature communicator. 
if everything is like at face value true, like they haven't actually been physical. It wasn't like a flirty thing. I don't know. Kind of into it. Oh my God. Olivia, I love you. You're just so, you are evolved. And that yeah. is like the right take that my mind would have never gotten to. But Liza. See, that's what I would like to feel. Exactly what Olivia just said is what I would like to feel. And, lo- and what I would like to tell myself that I feel. But I would probably feel a little weird about it deep down. But I would maybe would like tamp that. Um, I don't know. It's tricky. I feel like it's it's almost similar to when you're in a relationship is it weird if you make a new friend who is the opposite gender who is, you know, who you hang out with one-on-one? Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, but, you know, if all of a sudden Jeff had, like, a new female friend who he was, like, really, like, good buddies with and hung out with all the time, I'd be a little, like, um, just just, just a question for you. What's going on? You know, like, I'd be a little... And I hate that. I've... Like, I don't like that about myself, whatever, but I I can understand it being complicated. I mean, I think ultimately, you know, you have to you have to just like choose if you're going to trust someone or not. And trust Mm -hmm. is based on a lot of really complicated things that take a long time to build. So I also think that seven months into a relationship, it's fine if you don't if like the basis of trust isn't there yet. You know, I think trust is something that like. You really do, you really have to show someone like little by little, like inch by inch over a long period of time. Like you can't just ask for it and have it be given to you. So I think if, um, you know, this listener's friend doesn't like isn't there trust wise with him, like that's OK. But I think the best way to go about it is to like voice those concerns as like non-judgmentally and non-accusatorily as you can be like, you know, we like I like you a lot. We're happy together, but. I'm just a little worried about this because I don't think we're at a point where I like absolutely know that you aren't going to, you know, like be kind of holding anything back from me or whatever. I will come very clean in the spirit of what Liza's saying about, yeah, like my true feelings when people have relationships with women I get very like I hate this about myself but very jealous so date 13 has a female co-worker they work remotely but they have to go to work events together and they've had to like juggle around different work things and they have to be in communication and they work remotely so sometimes that's through texting and I really had a conniption and was not being a trustful girlfriend and demanded to like see some texts and I'm sorry to him again and really kind of like was reading into something based on other people's behavior that I've dated in the past and then was like very embarrassed and kind of disappointed with myself that I couldn't get to that trust that Liza was just talking about because of my own bullshit and like I'm embarrassed I feel shaky talking about this because it was like I know it didn't make him feel good and I I think I could have voiced it better so like in this specific case the thing that would bother me is that I was just looking at it again in this DM. It says that the the boyfriend and this person from the app, they still hang out. And like I look back at all my app dates and I feel like I'm Instagram friends with like a couple people I met from the 51 or the 32 dates, but I'm not hanging out with any of them. And again, maybe it's possible to be evolved and get there. So I feel like the thing for me that would bother me and then I try to communicate if say like, Day 13 was still hanging out with someone he had met on a dating app. I'd be like, because clearly I'm psycho about coworkers who he has to interact with. I'd be like, probably freak out about that. But if I were a more evolved version of myself, I'd be like, first concerned because that means they thought they were attractive just based on an app. But then I would just try to articulate that's where my concern's coming from. Can you just like, you don't have to show me your texts. But like, again, this has evolved to me. But could you like just explain this to me because or just it makes me really uncomfortable because I'm jealous and I don't even like that I'm jealous. But could you just kind of explain this to me a little better because it makes me uncomfortable even if it's, you know, I like like don't do what I did. Like do but but still share how it makes you feel. Yeah, I guess I would be craving like some sort of almost like reason for the friendship to have had to occur. Like I don't feel like most of us are out here just like 
needing a lot more friends, maybe not to me, but like, I don't know. I feel like I'm not on dating apps to find friends. Mm. So I feel like I would make a friend on a dating app if it was like, I met this guy and I wasn't actually into him to date him, but like he and I both loved like foreign cinema or something. And like, it's a specific reason to be friends with this guy. Totally. Or if you're in a new city. Yes. Like I could see that happening. Like someone goes to a new city, they don't know a lot of people they're dating and, you know, like, I think it's yeah. a, a, a way to meet people. But, yeah, that's a great point, Olivia, that, like, barring a couple weird circumstances, yeah, I'm not necessarily, like, trying to hang out with every new person I meet. Right. <laughs> Ultimately, like, is this considered a red flag tube is the question that our listener asked. And assuming she is really talking about a friend, not herself, as, like, my friend. Um, But it sounds like she is um, really talking about her friend. I would say, like, don't – like, as a friend, I'm just trying to think of what you could do. Like, I would just, like, be a sounding board for your friend's, like, thoughts about it. You know what I mean? Like, not assume that the guy is the worst, but – I think if if that girl's my friend, I'm not saying anything. Nothing? Okay. No, I don't think so. It's not like, no. If she brings it up, I will respond and I'll say, yeah, that's a little weird, but like probably fine. I don't know. I just don't think there's any reason to like make somebody suspicious of their boyfriend if if there's not like a reason to do so. Maybe uh, maybe I'm not a good friend. (laughs) No, I think you're right because that friend could be totally evolved with it. Like we got no context of this from – and I don't even think our listener was asking what she should do. I was just thinking like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. weird. Like, it's definitely a thing that could be really weird to one person and not as weird to another person. But it is weird. I don't – I'm just too <laughs> jealous. I don't want my boyfriend to have a lot of close girlfriends, especially ones that he met over drinks when they both – And, like, that they acknowledge, like, we think the other one is hot. Yeah, like, that's, that's the part yeah. that gets me. Unless – Yeah. I guess the other thing that I'm like, I I sounded so evolved at the beginning. Now I'm like, it only works if this thing. But I guess the other thing I would want to do is like, it would depend how he talks about the friend to me. Like if I could make fun of him lightly and be like, oh, like you making all your friends on Hinge or like, you know, just if I could like joke around with him a little bit about it. And he's like, yeah, I know. It's really weird that I made a friend off Hinge. Like, and he can acknowledge that it's strange and like, can very quickly know that it's his job to be like, but you shouldn't feel weird about this. Like if he can talk about it appropriately, that's fine. If he's like, if he gets defensive and is like, what, it's not weird to make a friend off hinge that I would be suspicious. In that yeah. Yeah. And see if he's, if he's chill with you, all three of them hanging out. Yes. yes. Liza. Yes. That is. That's if so you're like, smart. Oh great. Like let's go to the bar and hang out. Like I'd love to meet her. And yeah. if he's weird about that, like, and night-night, red flag. Yeah. And if you see – oh, God. I feel like every rom-com, there's, like, the female friend that's just the boy's guy, but then she's kind of flirting with your boyfriend. Yeah, just just keep your eyes open. Yeah, get drunk and see what happens. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I love it, though. Good, like, uh, dissection of the topic, ladies. Wow. We, I, well, it's, it's very interesting. I had not really thought about that yet. Um, yeah. Here's another, uh, I think it's something we could actually, like a, a tangible question that we could answer. Uh, over the weekend, it was my friend's birthday and one of her friends from New York was in town and we all hung out one night. Me and her friend knew a lot of the same people and talked a good bit, but I didn't stay super long because I had work in the morning. She later texted me that night saying he, her friend, wanted to follow me, our listener, on Instagram. Modern romance? Question mark. LOL. Then we all went out again a few days later and we had a lot of fun. I left at like 1 a.m. and he walked me to my Uber, gave me a hug and said it was nice to meet me. The question is, I will be in New York next month briefly. I mentioned it and I even mentioned it in a combo we had. If I wanted to see him while I was there, would that be weird? If not, how should I approach it? Ooh. Ooh. This doesn't happen yet. I hope I'm not late on this email. I love this question. Yeah. Um, Oh, my God. I... I'm a Twitter with thoughts. And you I guys can't go remember first. where she actually lives. I don't know if I got that or cut it out or, but, you know, it's not New York. So, yes. I don't know how far it is. That's all. I think, like, you have to reach out, yeah. right? Right. Right. Come on. You, you only live once. Totally. Yeah. And there's so much, like, in that email, just like back and forth. Like, he has to follow her. Like, there was clearly an attraction. You guys did the swiping on each other thing like that happens on a dating app in person you both were like yep yep 
Yeah. Without it going, it sounds like it didn't go anywhere super crazy that night. But I would say like, you got to do it and just treat it like a first date. Just like whatever yes. happens or even just treat it like the first message you send on an app if you reach out to him like try to have the least stakes even though it's so adorable and listen to us be giddy like as possible that would be my first thought yeah yep. I think also if you want if you're feeling like in insecure or I don't know I feel like Kimmy and Olivia feel free to disagree with me on this I'm not totally sold on it but I think it's okay when you reach out to to be like hey like you know I mentioned like I'll be in New York this weekend um i'm staying in this neighborhood do you have any good like bar or restaurant recommendations and also like would love to hang out if you're around you know like i think you could come at it as a like i really want or like i really want to get real great sushi or something you know just like if you ask for a specific like do you have any recs yeah, thing, yeah. it can start the conversation and it could like ease into like him being like oh yeah let's definitely grab a drink or dinner or whatever you know I like that. Is that, that. too, like, of, of a scaredy baby move? It's what I would It's what I would do. You just would have to – if you're really scared and you don't feel comfortable, like, putting yourself out there super directly, like, and you don't want feel like getting your feelings hurt, whatever, then, yeah, I think Liza's advice is the best. But I think there's a flip side where if you really, like, felt something for this guy, like, be super direct. But, again, then the, the downside, it'll be clear whether it's a yes or a no. Or maybe he won't. Maybe he could just be like, I'm out of town. Maybe he will be out of town. This is why you must reach out. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I I'm. I think my number one reco is like, be clear, kind of yeah. just like ask for a, a drink or whatever. But I also think there, like, there might be an argument to like being a little more casual about it, just like to not make yourself feel um, like, oh, I'm going to New York for a date with this guy. Like, I think there's also a world in which you're like, okay, what am I genuinely going to be doing on like Saturday afternoon? And maybe that thing is like, you're going to be at a beer garden with your friends. Like maybe it's just like, hey, I'm going to this beer garden. Like I mentioned, I'm going to be in the city. I'll be there on Saturday if you want to come hang out, like bring your friends. And then it could like feel like a bit of a more organic hang um, versus this like pressure filled, like we're reuniting in New York City. totally that's a good point especially because i love that she included the detail like i did mention to him that i was going to be there already like that i just related to that a lot like he (laughs) he won't think that you're coming just for him but i totally relate to the fear and i just also they do okay they follow each other on instagram so my move which never quite worked out would be like i just post a lot of stories like on my way to New York. You know? Oh, absolutely. To be honest, as you're reading this, my first thought was like, she has to post a picture of her plane ticket showing <laughs> she's going to be in New York City in several weeks <laughs> on her story. And then that'll give him an opportunity to slide into her DMs about the ticket. But that or was you could post a thing, post a story being like, New York in two weeks, like want your recs for this, 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 and this. Like, shows to see this what like whatever your thing is whatever you feel like doing when you're here yeah and that gives him a really cute way to make a suggestion that's like hang out with me at blah 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 yeah i would say okay i think this is a multi-phase situation okay start with liza's like recommendations if you feel comfortable doing that on your instagram story if it's not like completely out of character for you which it probably isn't because we're millennials and younger um so yeah And then I would say post something lightly suggesting like your plane ticket that you're going. You're giving him many opportunities. If he still hasn't, have a backup like more forward thing to just be like, hey, like, do you want to come to this beer garden? Or or if you're more comfortable with, hey, what are your recommendations? I'll be around. Let me know if you're around or like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Worst case, you have to go live on Instagram and live stream your entire trip so he knows where you are at all times. From outside of his apartment, whose address you magically found from the bushes. I love that, though. I think that's really exciting. Like, if you you crescendo it to more and more direct, I think. Just because otherwise you'll be disappointed if you just drop hints and he's, like, not really good at Instagram story watching or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, you Mm -hmm. got also. Yeah. And then as soon as you have a story, you must be tracking if he watches it or oh, not. Oh, yeah, that's true. You must of be tracking yes. if he appears at the, the top or the bottom. No, I don't know. <laughs> yes. I miss a lot of updates that happen in Instagram stories. So to check the check the whatever. Um, yeah. Update cool. us. Yeah. Oh, my God. Please update us. Yes. I would love that so much. Please, please, uh, please. We want to know what happened. What will yeah. happen. Um, yes. Should I weird that read that? It's like maybe a weird first date, not 
it wasn't a worst first date, but it came from a male listener. And I thought it was just like, oh, that's 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 what dating is for men, too. Should I read that for our end? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Okay. I'm a 33-year-old guy living in Boston who has been on and off the dating scene for about the past five years and consider myself a pretty level-headed, down-to-earth person. Does everyone say that? I've always kind of loved hearing about other people's dating experiences because mine always seemed so typical. I've been lucky to meet a lot of cool girls, even if things hadn't worked out in the long run for whatever reasons. I'm just going to interrupt there and say, maybe it's not the same. There are a lot of cool girls out there, guys. So if, it, if you're straight woman dating, clearly there are a lot of us out there. Okay. Anyway, in the past year, however, I've begun finding myself in some really odd situations that I could never come up with on my own if I tried, and they only seem to be getting weirder. I started listening to your podcast because the more I run into these encounters, the more I am fascinated to hear what other people have experienced. Thank you for listening. <laughs> We're all in it together. Oh my God, this is great. I was recently on a first date with a great girl from Hinge. We had both begun our careers in similar design fields and had moved on to other endeavors, so we had plenty to discuss. Conversation on the app was really funny. It carried over into the date. She definitely had a lot going for her, but as the date went on, also revealed some things that gave me hesitation, more from a compatibility standpoint. I convinced myself that I was overanalyzing, and with all things considered, she could be a real catch. Later in the date, she started talking about her interest in astrology, which I have never subscribed to, but her interest seemed harmless, so I went with it. She asked me if I had ever had a reading, which I replied I had not. Then she took out her phone and opened a tarot card app and said I should try it. Given that we were three drinks in, I played along for the fun of it. The deck shuffled on the app and I chose three cards. Of course, I checked out the love card first, which had an interpretive description that read, you were engaging with a person who you are unsure of, but you are trying to make the best of the situation. I was floored and may have facially expressed my surprise. She read it afterward, and the rest of the date was a little off. The next day, we texted <laughs> back and forth, but she declined to want to go out again. I'd like to say that this was a one-off, but my dating situations are only continuing to get weirder. Does the universe have it out for me? I just thought I would share one of my funny stories. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. That's like so like. <laughs> She read his mind with an app. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, now I feel like I need to get a tarot reading. <laughs> um, wow, that's crazy. But also, maybe the universe doesn't have it out for you, but maybe you need an eat, pray, love moment. Maybe Ooh. you need to go walk in the woods. I don't know. I don't know how people self-care. I feel like, you know, this comes up a lot, and I think we owe, we have other emails that we're, you know, we've got to read in the future. And I think so often the thing that, we also get emails about is just like whether it's in this kind of lighthearted sentiment I just thought this was the sweetest email or in a darker way which is what I relate to of like god like what's wrong with me or is this ever going to work out and it's Hmm. so fucking hard to do but just sure like try to keep zooming out and remembering like it's not about it, it could it's about you in some ways but it's not like about you in like you're doing everything wrong because that's there are, there's someone out there for everyone and dating is just really fucking weird and the more you do of it the weirder the experiences are going to be I don't know Olivia I don't know if you feel that way too just or like weirder or more boring like the more experiences you have mm-hmm. the more stories you're going to have and they're going to be many different types yeah I, I think that's totally true um and I think like yeah I think for every like really really boring blah first date there's like some really funny ones to talk about and there's like a horrible one and a good one um I don't know yeah I think the weird ones like keep it interesting frankly (laughs) but it can be tiring I don't know like we talked about the beginning like I think it is important to say like dating can be super fun and like I feel like I'm pretty positive about it but I think it's also important to acknowledge like it can be so tiring yeah for like it's just it it's a lot too yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of money. A lot of feelings, too, even when it's early dates. Yeah. Like, I, my feelings were hurt every time I didn't get asked out again or got turned down for a second date that I asked someone out on. So mm-hmm. it's like constantly putting yourself in a state of being really vulnerable. And that's really, really hard as a human. Like, it's I feel like I do a lot of things to keep myself invulnerable. And mm-hmm. that's it just makes it easier to, like, kind of go through through my day-to-day that way but dating it's like you can, you are just by default being super super vulnerable and putting yourself out there for any kind of like rejection or bad treatment or or anything so kudos keep fighting the good fight 
And like, I think he mentioned he was from Boston, but I'm back in LA now. And I'm like, that could be an LA guy's dream date or an LA <laughs> woman's dream date woman. Like, it's just like, I don't know. I feel like the the co-star, all these like tarot, it's having a moment at least over yeah. here on this coast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Thank you for writing in, lovely male listener. We loved it. Thank you. And thank you, Olivia, for sharing yet another date. Yes. Um, of course. Um, guys, I have one announcement before we go. We are doing our first inaugural 51 First Dates book club. I think it's going to be on October 10th, but follow along for the secret Facebook group. I'm not sure exactly what it's going to be. If we have the right number of people, meaning like under a certain amount, we might do like a Google Hangout. If that's really overwhelming, we may do like some kind of old school email listserv. We're figuring it out. But the book is Spinster by Kate Bollock. And we're all trying to read it by October 10th. Join the secret Facebook group and you can follow along. Yay, I'm very into yay. this. I'm excited. And follow um, us on things. <laughs> Sorry. And ooh, and you can rate, subscribe, review. The reviews help so much. Like if you forgot and you don't mind just going and doing it real quick, you can even write pizza, pizza, like whatever you want. <laughs> we love it. Thank you. Just put as many stars as you think we deserve. But five is nice. Okay. <laughs> Thank you in advance. Yeah. And yeah, follow us at 51 First Date Spot on Instagram. Email us your worst first date stories or your questions or your thoughts or your feelings at 51 First Dates Pod at gmail.com. Positive and stories too, success stories. I I know you stories are out there. Nice we, people being nice. Yep. We've had some successes from people doing their own 51 First Dates. So just keep reminding us. Um, and we really appreciate you all. And as always, go on a date. Go on a date. Go on a date. Yay.